0: hi come on in and join in it's the very merry life hi i'm mary Hendricks, and you might know me as that relatable a of mama over on instagram who hopefully feels like an old friend at this point point. and if not it won't be long till it feels that way as we get raw unfiltered and very unapologetic in all things motherhood marriage sex and more from moments worth savoring to moments worth surviving get ready to leave feeling seen and supported you have a friend here now so hey take a seat what's going on hi guys happy new year happy 2023 this is going to be the first official podcast of the new year you know, coming at ya. We took a little bit of a holiday break. It was much needed and we're starting fresh. We have a new intro and new exciting things coming. Taboo Tuesday is going to be starting next week. We have, uh, sex confessions happening and then I have a ton of people lined up this month as well, uh, for just exciting interviews. It's, it's going to be good. If you are brand new here, um, it's real life people talking real life things. Sometimes I, you know, I kick things off saying, you know, no experts or anything like that, but, I am in a position to meet experts and bring on people to kind of guide parents. I am a little bit picky when it comes to experts uh, just because I don't want anyone ever to come into this space and make parents feel bad or make anyone feel bad or like they're not doing something right. Uh, So I will be very picky and I'm going to hopefully pick someone who you know, has an expertise, has education in something, but also has real life experience and has been able to apply that instead of just like saying, I learned this, I learned that, and this is what you should do when they have no real tangible evidence per se. You know how that is? There are people like that. It's annoying, but um, that's what's happening. That's what's happening this month. But with that being said, I'm going to do a short little Episode here um, by myself, and that's because I was inspired recently by a friend of mine who just had her first baby. So exciting! She had it at a great time right after the holidays. I, I have a December twenty second baby with Cassidy, and I personally loved having a baby during Christmas time. I know some people do not want it because they get all nervous about their birthdays and the holidays. I don't. I don't see why that's an issue. I don't know. I my mom was born on December seventeenth, and she loved it. She loved having Christmas associated with her birthday because it was an automatic excuse to have a Christmas party, and I'm all here for it. And I'm hoping Cassidy feels the same exact way. If she doesn't, that's cool too. But we will figure it out. Uh, anyhow, with my friend having a baby, I was thinking about, you know, that first time having a baby thing. And I'm so glad I'm not a first-time mom. <laughs> I'm just uh, it's just a lot oh my god I forgot about what that's like until Kevin recently shared a video of me uh, probably a week after I had Cassidy and I watched it and I was like one I look super young two I look like a deer in headlights because I could just like put myself back in that position being so nervous and so unsure and like Just postpartum is wild. I recently talked about that, my postpartum journey on Instagram. And postpartum is just such a weird, weird thing that you don't realize how weird it is until you start coming out of it. And I could tell that I was like in it. It's like you have a glazed over look. It's it's very weird. But I wanted to come up with five of my top tips for a, a first time mom of things I've learned. And you can go through all of it. You can go through people that will recommend A, B, and C. You know things or whatever. I'm going to kind of go through the tips that I learned as a third time mom that I had wished I had known about. Um, And it's not like the the expected tips and tricks. This is like the stuff that you wouldn't have ordinarily thought about. And um, I'm going to list them off here in case anyone here is a first time mom or not. It's worth a listen. That way you could pass this on and keep it going if you like it. So first. If the baby is having a second of crying or if they are colicky or just more fussy than usual, I want you to stop, put the baby down in a safe place and walk away and take a deep breath. I know crying is a funky thing. Some people don't like it and they don't like the idea of leaving a baby to cry And I'm not saying to leave the baby for hours or anything. I'm saying to go take a hot second and go collect yourself because baby crying is one of the most triggering noises you will ever come in contact with. And you may not believe that now if you have not had a baby, but all it takes is having a baby and not feeling like you're meeting their needs. And it is awful. It is awful. And you could have done everything. You could change their diaper. You can make sure that they're they're well-rested. You can make sure that they're fed. You can do all of that. And it might still happen that they are just crying and you don't know why. What I would recommend in that situation, aside from stepping away for a hot second to collect yourself, is undress them and rub them down. Like scratch their arms, scratch their back, scratch whatever. Because can you imagine being a baby and having an itch and you're crying and they offer you a boob? No, like they're probably miserable. That's probably what it is. <laughs> you know, um, babies cry most of the time. If they are getting a need met, that will stop. Sometimes it won't follow your gut. If, if things, something feels wrong, go with that. But if it's just ordinary crying, collect yourself and then. Get back to it or ask a partner to tap in. Uh, It is much safer for your baby to cry in a safe place than it is for them to be in your arms when you are exhausted or frustrated. Um, Talk to an ER doctor. Accidents happen. Um, That's, you know, this is so terrible. When you hear about people or people shaking their babies and shaking baby syndrome, I never used to understand that until I became a mom and I'm not condoning it by any means uh, at all I'm just saying until you become a parent and you are so heightened by baby cries and you are so tired and so exhausted I remember having a night where Cassidy did not stop crying I mem- I remember that and I remember putting her down in her crib and oh, like walking away and then like saying like please stop crying please 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 and my hands we're shaking. If you could see me now, my hands like are jutting out. Imagine if I were holding her like that wouldn't be pretty. So put them down, put them down and go in the other room and go punch a pillow, scream in a pillow, whatever you got to do to decompress and then get back at it. I, it's just a lot. It can be a lot. And it's okay. It doesn't make you a bad parent. If you get heightened by baby cries, you're just a human. And personally, I honestly think it's an instinctual thing because it is just human nature. I think it's just animal nature for us to want to stop the crying no differently than a mama bear wants to help her cub. And when we can't, it's incredibly hard. Uh, So that's the first thing. Second thing that kind of goes in pair with this, invest in earplugs. Buy some earplugs, especially when you're driving. Keep a pair in the car. Uh, keep a pair at home for moments when you are heightened. If you cannot tap out, or if you're driving, let's say you're stuck in bumper to bumper traffic. I've been there before, and your baby is pissed off. Put the earplugs in. You can't do anything that you know. You want to be safe. You can't pull over on a highway. Just be safe. Get to where you need to go. The baby is going to be okay, but you might not be. So put the earplugs in. Turn up the music. They will be fine. You will be fine. Get to where you need to go and then deal with it. But until then, invest in earplugs. I promise you, it is great. That's the second thing. Third thing, trust your gut, but don't assume that intuition comes automatically. I swear. we Moms have an intuition. Moms have mom gut. We do. It's true. But it comes with experience and it comes with time and it comes with trust. Trust and that trust, uh, mm, trust and re reaffirming trust from others. I swear, if you surround yourself with people, family, friends, providers who make you feel stupid, it's not going to help. So if at any point you feel like anyone is making you feel that way, they aren't for you. Get rid of them. Boundaries. That is when you're going to learn so much about the boundaries that you want. Protect your peace. Do what you feel is right. Same goes with formula and feeding your baby. Uh, Breastfeeding, this would be my fourth tip. Breastfeeding is hard as fuck. Breastfeeding is so hard. I'm doing it. I've I've been breastfeeding now for 10 months. That was not my intention. I've talked about this before on Instagram. I don't like breastfeeding. I don't. I do it because I thankfully have always had a really good supply. uh, And I don't feel like spending money because I'm a cheap motherfucker. I don't like spending money on formula. If I can avoid it, I will. Um, And I'm lazy. I don't feel like washing bottles being a formula feeding mom is not easy. So I give everyone that is formula feeding credit because you guys are kick ass. You guys are doing work. you're spending money, you're investing. and you also have decided how you want to feed your baby. and I think that is an empower a, a, a very powerful thing. and I hope you are proud. no matter what you're doing, breastfeeding, formula feeding, you are kick ass and it's just as great. Each is just as great. I'm not here to compare. I'm not here to say one is better than the other. your baby's fed. In my book, that is equally just as awesome. So great job. Uh, but that being my fourth tip, if anyone ever makes you feel bad for how you're feeding your baby, uh, tell them to go fuck off. Yeah. You know, because um, that that's not for you. You don't need someone in your life that's going to make you feel bad. Nope. Mm-mm. They can do that to themselves. That's that's nothing on you. It's projection. Um and that's not fair to you. You're doing great. So that's my fourth tip. And final fifth tip uh, would be, hmm, <laughs> should have prepped. I should have written these down. Fifth tip. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to finish off by reading what I wrote for Instagram the other day in a caption about my postpartum, just because I, I like to write Um, I'm not the best at grammar, but I like to write and I like to just reflect on things. And this was me reflecting on my postpartum and, um, postpartum is weird. Postpartum is a very funky period where you just are in a, a haze. It feels like you are in a bubble and you won't really even realize it until that haze starts to break, until the sunlight starts to seep back in. Uh, you won't realize that you were kind of living in the shadows. <laughs> that's how it feels. And that's where I'm at. Like I'm, I'm starting to see the light of life again. Um, not that I wasn't happy or anything. It just, you don't realize. You don't realize where you were until you're out. And it's wonderful. Postpartum is a great period of like refiguring out yourself, but it is, oh, mm, that is the one thing I remember when I was pregnant this third time. And if I am ever to get pregnant again, it's the one thing that makes me stop in my tracks because postpartum is not fun. It's not fun because it's, it's like a whole identity shift. It's growing pains. That's what it is. Have you ever heard of the word matrescence? It is literally the physical, spiritual, mental adaptation of a woman goes through when they're having a baby. It's no different than like puberty. Puberty sucked. It's like that. But every time you have a baby times 10,000, it's awful. But with that being said, uh, I'm going to read you what I wrote. No one can ever prepare you for your postpartum journey. This post can't even adequately do that. And what I tell you can't adequately do that because everyone's experience will be their own unique thing. But what I can say is postpartum is like an ocean. It's mysterious and unpredictable, and the tides flow differently for every single person. And for some, the waves crash a little bit harder, or they come and go at different times. For your journey, it might be a little bit smoother, and for others, it might be a little bit more choppy. There will be those who can swim and thrive, and then there will be others left to tread with some who feel like they're drowning. Lifesavers and lifeboats might be available to some, but not to all. It can be frightening and intimidating, especially in the middle of a storm. But once that fog is lifted, it's very likely you will see the beauty of it all. For just like an ocean is with land, postpartum hits, and it hits, and it just breaks us down. But it doesn't destroy us. It shapes us molds us, teaches us until we're made anew. It doesn't often make sense while it's all happening, but eventually it all comes together in one big, amazing landscape. That is motherhood. So for those of you caught in the eye or those safely on shore, I see you. I was you, I am you. Calmer waters are ahead, but I can't promise storms will always stay at bay. Instead, what I can tell you is that it will always be a lot easier when you have people on shore cheering you on as you attempt to ride the wave. And that's what I hope you're going to get here. And I know there are others out there who are willing to cheer you on. And if you're listening right now and you have a new mom in your life that is in the trenches, go text them right now. Pause this, go text them, tell them that you're thinking about them. See how you can help. See how you can help. Tell them that they're doing great. I swear, if we can do that and just make moms feel encouraged, no matter what they're doing, even if their parenting style is a little bit different than ours, we will change the world. We will literally change the world. Moms hold something pretty incredible in their hands, and that's change. We hold the future. Our kids are our future. We hold that in our hands. We can mold that. We can shape that. We can change this entire experience for our kids right now. You can do that. Right now, by sending a simple text, making a single call, saying something encouraging to someone you see, Um, it, it literally is the simplest thing that can make the most impact. Another episode down and way more to go. But thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to help support this podcast, I would love for you to subscribe. I'd love for you to share it with others and post about it on your own social media or leave a rating and review. I cannot tell you how helpful and how appreciated those things are for me. Of course, to catch all the latest from me, you can follow me over on Instagram at The Very Merry Life, over on TikTok, The Very Merry Life. And even if you wanted to check out my monthly newsletter, you can do so by subscribing. Over at theverymerrylife.com. I'll see you next week. Stay tuned for more honest, raw, real chit chat. I have some amazing moms lined up coming on, and shit's gonna get fun. So buckle up, Buttercup. It's gonna be good.